Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? No switch up this week. No, I don't think I'm ever going to switch anything up ever again. You can suggest ways that we can grow our show and and make people happy and things like that, but I don't know why you'd take something that works so well like the opening of the show and try to try to change it. I don't know. It's a weeks long saga now. I lost Switch my mind. Created. I must have hit my head. <laughs> it is March something. <laughs> it's twenty second. It's March twenty second. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's March 22nd. <laughs> he never <laughs> believes me. He has no idea what day it is, but he never believes me when I tell him. It's March 22nd, 1996, everybody. And we are here to talk to you about something you will believe. An episode of 90210 fraught with with drama. What? Why are you looking at me like that? Because it's been more than 24 hours again. It hasn't. It's been 24. We watched it yesterday. No, we didn't. When did we watch it? The day before. No, we watched it yesterday. Incorrect. (laughs) Is that what we're going to argue about is when we watched it? We watched it on Tuesday. It's Thursday. Oh, I don't know what day it is, but. (laughs) I know you don't. (laughs) Come on. Anyways, I'm trying to remember what the drama was. Do you remember what happened at all? No. What the <laughs> fuck? Too many things happened in my life in between watching the show and recording. <laughs> oh my God, you're insane. <laughs> How can you not remember what happened on the show? Um, okay. Oh, I'm just going to let you, I'm going to let you twist out here. I'm going to think for a minute here. All right. I know everything that happened on the show. It started out with Donna and David. It didn't? In the, in the booth. In what booth? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Talking about... Okay. The roller coaster. They're going... There they you went, go. It was Senior Skip Day. There you go, you got it. I did. It just took a minute. We call it Senior Skip Day. They called it Senior Ditch Day. Senior Ditch Day. Ditch Day, and it's all sanctioned by the school taking all the fun out of it. Yeah. Because the freaking, what's his name, is there to chaperone their ditch day. Right. It's and, basically a field trip. And they're, yeah, and they're selling tickets. And they took school buses. To Six Flags. Six Flags, California. Don't go to Disney. Go to Six Flags. Well, <laughs> Dis- or Six Flags is the place you, you want to go if you want roller coasters. There's a lot more roller coasters at Six Flags than there is at Disneyland. Well, you know, I said world, but it's land in California. Right. You know who didn't want roller coasters, though? Yes, I do. Andrea. <laughs> oh, you remembered that. I do. Now that I remember which episode it is that we're talking about, mm-hmm. I'm good. It just takes a minute. It's the episode where Steve uh, sees uh, angels. <laughs> <laughs> no. And never mentions it. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to forgive him for that it's one. It's ridiculous. It is a ridiculous oversight. Just don't have him say, oh, they're going to get hit by that car, and then never mention it again. Right. 
Like, don't have him see that. Well, just like, you know, the end of this episode, we'll never mention again either. Uh, I'm trying to think what you're talking about. I guess when we get there, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about it. But So, okay. Brandon. There's two storylines. This should be easy because there's two storylines going on concurrently. Yes. One is mostly the girls and one is mostly the guys. The only oddball here is David, who is with the girls. David is an oddball. David is like one of the girls, really, isn't he? He is, yeah. I mean. He's very androgynous. He has no relationship with the dudes either. Well, he he calls Steve big guy all the time. Yeah. It's because David's small. That's how he glommed onto the group, remember? Because oh, he, yeah. he stalked. He stalked. That's right. He knew Steve first. He stalked Steve, went to his car and all that stuff. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, like the first episode of the show, he, he drove him home because he was too drunk. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That was a long time ago. David Silver. <laughs> I don't have my license. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> Yo, the, so yes? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> It's totally it. Yeah. Um, the girls go to girls Six Flags. Yes, and Andrea's all freaked out because she's never been on a roller coaster. That's right. And Kelly loses her wallet. Kelly's been on several penises. Hey, now they mention that they do not. No, they don't. They mention that Andrea and Donna are both virgins, though. Yeah, yeah she loses her wallet. Yeah, not her virginity. She already lost that freshman year in the bushes. Apparently, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Who loses their virginity in the bushes? In That's bushes. just messed up. What, what is what is the bushes? <laughs> like, you keep saying the instead of just bushes, as if it's a place everyone should know. Mm, no. Like George Bush's house? <laughs> Who loses their virginity at the bushes house? Kids, you're not, not, not going to do it. Not gonna lose your virginity here. Ew. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that you would say that they're gonna lose their virginity in bushes or a bushes. It's the bushes. I mean, uh, Kelly, again, loses her wallet. Yeah. She lost it twice. (laughs) And when she does find it, it's empty. And she decides not to let it ruin her day, though. Right. She doesn't call and cancel her credit cards or anything. Right, yeah. Take a minute out there, Kel. (laughs) And she's hanging with Brenda. (laughs) Holy shit. What is your problem? You can't do this. That's my problem. I can, too. (laughs) If it's been more than 24 hours, you can't drive the show. Yeah, usually... (laughs) Why didn't we just record after we watched it? I don't remember now. It was too late for you. Well, it's next time it can't be too late. Okay. Okay. I agree. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what a great show for you guys. Hey, don't be mean. All the girls are hanging out. Andrea doesn't want to go on the roller coasters. She doesn't say she doesn't want to go on the roller coasters right away, but it's very clear from her face. Because she looks like she just saw her parents uh, fucking Ew. or something like that. She's like, mm-hmm. she's got that cringe face, right? And she doesn't want to do it. The girls finally figure out that she doesn't want to go on the roller coaster. So they're like, oh, don't, you know, let's, we, we need to take a time out to eat anyway. Right. And Donna and her have a heart to heart where 
Donna's explaining what it's like to be on a roller coaster, and she says, "I can." The only thing I can imagine that's better is, is you know. And she's like, "Oh, you and David haven't." And she's like, "No." And she t- tells her about the time she almost had sex with Brandon. Yeah, which I'm sorry, that does not count as almost having sex. No, like having you met at the Peach Pit, and there happened to be a surprise party behind the door. By the way, I mean, I, I guess in the fact that it was her intention. And had that not been a surprise party, they probably would have had sex. I guess. But they didn't, like, get close to it or anything. No. They already just talked about it. And that's the thing. Before it was a surprise party, they had already said they weren't going to. Oh, they had? Yeah, they already said that, oh, you know, it'll ruin the friendship and, and all this stuff and everything. They already said they weren't going to do it because he knew he was going to stay at that point. That's what the party was for. Mm. She was planning on having sex with him when she showed up there. She was not happy about that surprise party. I don't, I don't, I think you're wrong. I love how you think you could remember an episode from six months ago, but you can't remember the episode (laughs) we just watched. I remember very specifically that uh, Brandon and Andrea did not get close to having sex and she was disappointed. Okay. She could have been disappointed. Yeah. But they had a conversation about it prior that they shouldn't do it. But yeah, that would not have been the way I'd describe it as that being a near miss to sex. No. And then Donna said that her and David almost did it twice. Yes, I don't know what that means. (laughs) They're getting a little frisky. Apparently, yeah. David's trying to slip one past the goalie. So in the meantime, though, the guys. Mm -hmm. The dudes. They they have some troubles. Okay, so Steve. You want to jump back and forth. You think your brain's ready for this? <laughs> All right, go ahead. I, you you got the wheel. Go ahead. Steve is not supposed to go on senior ditch day because he's supposed to be in detention every day so that he can graduate. Miss Teasley. So he decides though that if he checks in in the morning, mm-hmm. that he can then make it back to check in in the afternoon. He's risking getting expelled to go to Six Flags. Yeah, not come on, Steve. Steve. And Brandon, the night before, was asked to work in the morning mm-hmm. of Senior Ditch Day. Well, yeah, because... because okay. No, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, because he's at the Peach Pit, and this girl walks in, who's apparently very attractive, I guess, to all the guys. You don't think she's attractive? She's, she seemed fine, but, I mean, no more attractive than any of the other women on the show. I mean, I guess, but either way, she's a cute girl, like, flirting and crying and stuff, so. Yeah. But she she comes in and says, hey, uh, what was his name? John Paul Getty? No, it's, uh, that's an actual person. It was, like, J. Profrock, I don't know, Alfred J. Prufrock. No. T.S. Eliot fans out there know what I'm talking about. It was somebody, and she said, oh, yeah, his he's bringing... He didn't call you? Oh, he should have called you. Mm-hmm. They're bringing a group here of Burt Reynolds fan club to, you know, to the Peach Pit. Because they're, they're doing a thing where they're, like, see where the stars eat, see where they live, screen a movie of theirs, all this stuff. Sounds and, so dumb. Mm-hmm. And Nat's like, oh, yeah, that's his favorite stool. <laughs> and the guy goes, I think that's Steve McQueen's favorite stool. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's the one next to it. Shut up. <laughs> Isn't Steve McQueen dead? I have no idea who Steve McQueen is. He so. was in movies in, in the 70s. Well, there, Bullets. there you go. You ever seen Bullet? No. 
car racing movies and stuff. I think he was in the, I believe he was in The Great Escape as well. I don't know. Sounds awful. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> well, the, like, 170s movie that we rented uh, was pretty terrible. What so. 170s movie that we rented? Uh, American Gigolo. That's an 80s movie. 1980. Oh. It was basically a 70s movie, though. I, I guess. I don't know. When did we watch that? I don't know. Some random time. Okay. Well. <laughs> asshole. Um, Fuck off. Anyway. So I, so you just think all cinema from the 70s is bad then? Yes. Right, like The Godfather. If they can make uh, Richard Gere not good, then how can anything be good in the 70s? I don't know, man. <laughs> You're fucking ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, the peach pits and stools. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Nat's stool is uh, hard and black. Ew. And his doctor says that's Ew, not good. No. Oh, not that kind of stool. Sorry. No. Um, so, he says, Nat says, oh, absolutely, you can come. How many people are going to be there? And she's like, about 20. And he's like, oh, okay, you know, that's great. Yeah, you can see, like, the little dollar signs in his eyes. Yeah, exactly. But he says, I don't usually have enough staff. And that's when Brandon says, hey, I'll I'll come in. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, they're, they're going to get out of here quick. I'll be able to go here and then cruise up to Six Flags on my own instead of taking the bus. Right. And Steve says, oh, why don't I come and uh, don't take your stang <laughs> take because uh, they're trying to impress the the girl with their cars too. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll just take my stang. Right. No self-respecting Mustang owner calls it a stang, by the way. <laughs> and, well, Brandon's not very self-respecting. And Steve goes, why would you take that when we could take my vet? <laughs> it's like they're in a commercial. Right. Also, there's some weird tension between Steve and Dylan for some reason. Hmm. Oh yeah, Dylan's just sick of him for what? Yeah, whatever reason. Has Dylan been watching the show? Is that why? <laughs> like I don't, I don't really get it. It comes out of nowhere. It doesn't lead to much other than they gain a mutual respect for each other at the end. I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, like the whole entire show, Dylan's like just on a uh, what's the word? A jag. Sure. Tear. <laughs> he just really wants to knock Steve down. He's on the rag. He's acting like it. Yeah. His thing is he can't go for senior skip day because he has to study for the SATs. That's right. Oh, and then the very beginning, Steve like acts, make sure you put your name on it this time. Yeah, like he basically is accusing him of cheating. Though. Yeah. And it, yeah, exactly. It does say he's like, "What's that supposed to mean?" He's like, well, "I don't know." Yeah, it was not good. So I think and Kelly's that's... like, you could take your SATs over again, Steve, you dumbass. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's kind of why he's pissed off at him. That's eh, part of it, I'm sure. I guess he's jealous of Dylan because Dylan's fucking Kelly. And yeah, he, he wants to fuck Kelly. Right. As Brandon points out. Well, he does say to Kelly at one point, he's like, why don't you cruise up uh, to Six Flags with me and my vet? Mm-hmm. The wind in your hair. And she's like, mm, I don't think so. Well, she's like, riding on the bus is part of the fun. Yeah. Mm, you just don't want to be alone with that dude, which I get. Right. But anyway, so yeah, uh, Nat sneezes. Mm -hmm. This scene, there's so many things happening in this scene. This this woman comes up, 
they make all these plans about Six Flags and everything. I'm like, all this is going to go to hell. And then Nat sneezes. That's the foreshadowing we get. Mm-hmm. Then at like six in the morning, he calls and says, Brad, did I get a bug? Yeah. I Can had, you open up for me? I had too much heroin. Now, if it wasn't, he says like if it wasn't for that uh, group coming in, do you think he just would have not opened at the peach pit? Yeah, it just would have been closed. I can't even imagine like. The peach pit's closed for sickness. We're out sick. That's weird. <laughs> like it's a successful uh, Los, An- Los Angeles County establishment, the Peach Pit, and it just closes when the owner is sick. Yeah, that makes no sense. No, but whatever. So Brandon goes in, and then the wait staff that's supposed to be coming in—they get into a horrific car accident. They're driving together. Yeah, <laughs> they're fucking for sure. Right. And, uh, yeah, so Brandon's all by himself. They get into a car accident, then angels don't stop for some reason. <laughs> well, they must not have been good enough An uncaring year. God just watches them get into a car accident and says, yeah, you're fucked, Brandon. So it's just Brandon and the cook. Yep. And it could be, you know, terrible for him, except the group doesn't show up. Right, so he's like, oh, it's a good thing they flaked out. Right. Dylan and Steve are both there, what, just getting their fucking morning coffee? I don't really get it. Dylan's there because he's going to study, mm-hmm. and Steve's there because they're going to drive up together to Oh, flags. he was supposed to take Brandon, okay. Yeah. And he says, he's like, let me just, you know, finish this uh, real quick, and then I'll, uh, then I'll take off. Or no. No, he No, wasn't. that's right, that's right, he goes, I guess I'm stuck here. And yeah. he's like, and he's like, oh, okay, you know, I'll go without you or whatever. Then... Everyone shows up. Mm-hmm. Ginger, that's her name. Yes. Brings everybody in. More than 20 people. Oh, yeah. It's like 40 people. And she's like, oh, yeah, we were late. Sorry, the buses were late. Blah, blah, blah. All this bullshit. Yeah. So and then Dylan Steve- and Steve. Oh, God. I'm sorry. No, you- no, no, no. Go ahead. I, this was a big moment for you. I was very impressed. So go ahead. Steve and Dylan both jump up and go behind the counter and start helping Brandon. No questions asked, no strings attached, just great friends yeah. just jump in there. Just great friends jumping in. Like, you know, I used to work at Denny's, and if any of my friends even tried to pour themselves a cup of coffee, they'd get their ass kicked out, so I don't know how it's okay for them to be back there. But... Oh, it's not. <laughs> it's, a, it's an absolute labor and OSHA violation. Right. But... And an insurance issue. Yeah, but nobody's there, so whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, like, what else could he do? There's no way Brandon could have handled all that. Yeah. And, well, the thing is, is no one can prove it either. Yeah. If somebody came in for to inspect, nobody can be like, you don't work here. Right. So, yeah. So, they are taking care of all these customers, and then... $317, this bill is. Yeah, and she's telling the customers, order whatever you want. It's all included in the package. Right, yeah. And then Brandon finds her crying in the men's room. What is up with that, do you think? I don't know. The episode title is, She Came In Through the Bathroom Window, which (laughs) is so weird. Like, it should be She Came Out of the Bathroom Window. Right. But anyway, I don't know why she's in the men's room, but yeah, she's crying. I think because she wanted Brandon to find her. Yeah. That's probably why. So weird, though. But she's she's crying in the men's room because she can't get a hold of this guy. Yeah, huh? And it takes them so long to realize this is a scam. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if the girl was doing the scamming or 
if the guy that she supposedly worked for was doing the scamming. Well, because her story is pretty convincing that she's being scammed, that mm-hmm. she never met him. Yeah. That she, oh, she phone interviewed. Yeah. And I, I thought, oh, that's brilliant. He's scamming them. He's got all their money, but no one will ever see his face. But how did he get all their money? He didn't. Exactly. But, I mean, it doesn't even make sense for him to because he's never seen anybody, and it's cash. Yeah, I know. It's weird. I mean, it's not like they were paying him with credit cards or something. But we didn't know it was cash at the time. Yeah. So Could have been checks that they mailed in or something. So, basically, this bitch just rounded up a bunch of tourists, took their money, and brought them to the peach pit. And used the name of an actual company that gives tours Mm -hmm. like this guy actually does do this right so she's sabotaging like his career Mm -hmm. i mean but so yeah she's crying she gives him the stop sob story and everything they uh they're talking about it in back Mm -hmm. and she climbs out of the bathroom window gets into brandon's car and drives away she stole his fucking car and you know at that point if she were any less good looking, she would have just ended up in jail. Oh, absolutely. But instead, what happens? Steve it, races her down. Yeah, with, with Dylan in the car. And Dylan's like, the whole time, he's like, slow down. Oh my God, you're mm-hmm. going to kill us. Right. And he really, I mean, he really did some dick moves. Like, I mean, he could have killed them. Yeah. He, uh, he literally just pulled up in front of her. Yeah, a pit maneuver, yeah. as they call it. But anyway, so they stop her. She's like, wow, yeah, I could have hit you and everything. And she's like, Brandon loaned me his keys. What are you lying for? Brandon had come out there and it's like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> so she says, he's, they, they say to her, no, that's not true. We know it's not true. Right. And she's like, I just thought if I could go there to where he works, his company, and get you know, straighten all this out, that that everything would be okay. See, that's the most ridiculous lie I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they fucking believed her is only because the blood was not in their heads. Yeah, well, not in that head, yeah. Idiots. So, well, they they were smart enough, because she's like, okay, just follow me, I'll take you Well, that would have been, like, really stupid. They were smart enough for Dylan to be like, no, no, scoot over, I'll drive. Right. And they drive, and it's an empty lot. And she's like, this is the address he gave me. And she starts crying and everything. And they say, come on, let's just go. We'll we'll tell the truth and everything. So she tells the truth, and they're all pissed. And they are not going to leave until they see Burt fucking Reynolds, <laughs> is what they say. So Dylan says, oh, my mom worked on, deliver- or worked on Smokey and the Bandit for a day. <laughs> and... Right. and you know, I, I've met Burt Reynolds several times, all this stuff, and Dylan's rolling his eyes like, you're a bullshitter. Mm-hmm. And he says it right in front of the girl, too. Just not a cool move. And so he makes some phone calls, finds out where Burt Reynolds is. They go there, and it turns out they get roped into a fucking... Burt Reynolds was supposed to be filming something there, but what they're filming there is like a, a toothpaste or a yeah. mouthwash commercial. It's ridiculous. I guess Burt Reynolds is doing mouthwash wash, wash commercials right. now. Well, and, and he could be. He was on Evening Shade. I don't even know what that is. TV show. In the 70s? No. Uh, like two years ago when this fucking episode oh. came out. <laughs> you muppet. <laughs> Fuck 
off. Don't ever call me a buffet again. I love how much you hate that. I do. That's terrible. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're calling me Miss Piggy. Why would you? Why? Because why that she's one? a Muppet. Why that one? Well, first of all, no. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what the fuck? I just want you to feel bad. <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> anyway. So they go there and he's gone. He's at the sound mixing place now. So they go to the sound mixing place and he's not there either. Mm-hmm. They don't know where he is. At the end. Yeah. Or we're going to the end right now. Okay. Oh, or, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm no, no. Skip. What else happened between this and when they go back? They go back and... They're, she's like, oh no, they get they get arrested. Oh yeah, <laughs> they get arrested because they got Brandon's car, who he reported it stolen. Yeah, and Steve never called him to be like, hey, we got the car. Yeah, so they get arrested, and she's like, look, uh, just so you know, I got into some bad trouble back home in uh, what does she say? I can't even remember what she says. Oh. Wisconsin. She's like, I get, I got into some bad trouble in uh, Wisconsin, and. Uh, my my real name isn't Ginger, it's Tina. And, you know, just like, you know, just, I want you to hear it from me first before <laughs> I, I get into it. She's talking to Dylan. She says this to Dylan, right? Mm-hmm. So they they say you're free to go. They He called, Steve called Brandon, they dropped all the charges. So she's, you know, she's like, oh, okay, everything's fine. And Dylan's like, what trouble? You know, and she just <laughs> kind of walks away. Later... When she's talking to Steve, she's like, Steve, uh, you know, my name, my real name isn't Ginger. It's, uh, what does she say? Oh, God, I don't remember. Audrey or something like that. And she's from Utah, Salt Lake City. Now she's from Salt Lake City, Utah. So she has two different origin stories. (laughs) She's just fucking lying. Like, we don't know anything about her. Yeah. It's very clear she's the scam artist. And then she says, I've got... $2,500 $2,500 in cash here. Let's go to Vegas instead of going back to the peach yeah. pit. Yeah. And he's like, you've got $2,500 of their money and you weren't going to pay the peach pit bill? You weren't going to refund their money to them? And she's like, well, you know, I wanted to I wanted to exhaust every possibility first before I gave this money back. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, let's go give them their money back. So they go there. She starts making the speech like she's going to refund their money. And then Bert fucking Reynolds walks in. Do you think Steve made that happen? I I guess. I mean, I, I guess, yes, because how would he have known? How would he have known if not for Steve asking around? And Because and, he'd made several calls. Well, they, and he called different assistants, and they're mm-hmm. like, we'll put you on hold. You know, we're not putting you directly into Bert Reynolds. But he probably told them, one of them, or several of them, the story, and they, you know, they referred it or uh, whatever, you know, reiterated it to, to Burt Reynolds. So, yeah, I think he did. I mean, that that makes logical sense. It's Wait. also possible. Yeah. That when Nat said that he comes in there all the time and that's his favorite stool, that it was true. Well, apparently because he does say that's his stool. So, I mean, it could be that he just happened to come in, like, coincidentally at that time. No, no, because he says... Like they they he says like when I heard or mm. whatever doesn't he say something somebody says that when he heard that he just had to come in personally or whatever oh oh no I guess that's later he comes in and 
Yeah, he comes in, he sits down, he smiles, but he looks like he comes in like a fucking hero. Oh, like yeah. He, like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, I know that they're going to give him the glamour shot because it's, you know, it's Burt Reynolds. But he comes in all like, you know, this isn't win, lose, or draw, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> this isn't like, hey, Burt Convy, let's hang out at your house, Burt Reynolds. This is fucking, you know, big screen, uh, 100 feet in the air, Burt Reynolds, like, <laughs> takes his glasses off high. I'm here to save the day. Right. And he sits down at the the thing and, you know, he's like, all right, just give me names. And he starts signing autographs. He seems prepared for it. Yeah, that's true. But then after that, uh, she does say that when he heard what happened and how they got screwed over, he he arranged for private screenings of Mm -hmm. his movies and stuff like that. So he made everything uh, better, basically. Which is really awesome. I still think they should have gotten their money refunded because they sat at the peach pit all fucking day too, waiting for this. Yeah. Well, they don't get their money refunded because she sneaks out again through the bathroom fucking window and takes somebody's car. We don't know. Yeah. Which we don't. That's what we'll never find out is because they were all checking for their keys and and then it just goes to credits. What's the thing is they're, they're at the peach pit afterwards. They're talking and everything. The girls are there. They're talking about their adventure Mm -hmm. at six flags and she goes, she gets up to go to the bathroom. This dude walks in and guess who it is? It's John Paul Getty. It's, it's J. Alfred Prufrock. It's whatever. His oh yeah. Is. The, the, the guy who does the tours for real. And he says, do you know a, and it's a completely different name. Right. And they're like, no. And he's like, oh, you know, she screwed me over. She told a bunch of these people. She got $5,000 of my money. She told all these people that. They were, uh, you know, doing a star tour or whatever, and he's like, gives them the card, and they're like, oh, no. So they go into the men's room, thinking she'll be in there for some Mm -hmm. reason, and they say all of her names, and a guy walks out, and he's like, I'm Terry. What do you want? (laughs) Like, it seems like he was asking, are you propositioning me? It was funny. But then we hear, like, you know, some a car driving away, and they're like, oh, they're looking for their keys. Where's your keys? Yeah. And then it's they play the the Three Stooges music, and then the episode's <laughs> over. I really liked this episode. It was fun. It was pretty good, yeah. I but, like it, it, it. There's an adventure aspect to this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. And and kind of like a, a mystery a little bit, mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. And the comedy shines through more in episodes like this. But yeah, it was it was well done. It was a good show. It was a good episode for sure. I still don't remember anything about Brenda. I know you don't remember anything. <laughs> The episode we already went no, through. No, come on. I remember all kinds of things, but I don't remember anything about Brenda. Do you? Brenda had nothing really going on. Brenda yeah. uh, had a few lines, and that's about it. Okay, so I, mostly, not that I forgot anything. It just she was not important. It mostly focused on Andrea and Donna a little bit, Kelly minutely, and then the guys. Yeah. Somebody else uh, got. Or, oh, that's that's what it was. Somebody, the guy tried to steal Donna's purse. Oh, yeah. While it was on her shoulder. And she's like, hey, what the... F-? And then she just beats the shit out of him. It was awesome. She used that stuff she learned in the self-defense class. Mm-hmm. And then the, the security came and they found they found Kelly's stuff. So all her stuff's been returned to oh, her. Oh, I missed that part yeah, of that's it. What, that's what they said. And they oh, were like, nice. well, he's not going to graduate with us. So it was somebody on the bus, too. It was some <gasps> asshole. I missed all the little pieces of that. I know, you miss everything. Hey, no. Hey. You're mean. What? You know. You know what you can call me. A fucking Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's not easy being green. Okay, Kermy. Um. Anyway, so that's uh, yeah. You don't sound anything like Frank Oz. What? That's who does Miss Piggy's <laughs> voice is Frank Oz. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad to know that I don't sound anything like either Miss Piggy or a dude. Waka waka waka. Does he do like all their voices? No. Okay. That's just something else. That's Fuzzy. Fuzzy Bear. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, what's his name? Jim Henson used mm-hmm. to do Kermie. Yeah. Anyway, we won't talk about that, but let's, that's, uh, that's pretty much the episode, right? It is. I mean, that's, that's pretty much all the stuff that happens. So it was a good episode though. Yeah. I, I did. I did enjoy it. It's one of the, one of the better ones. Like, I feel like I could sit and watch it again right now and we just watched it. Yeah. So, and you probably could, and it would be all new to you again. <laughs> probably. You <laughs> Pick up stuff like, oh, Brenda's, Brenda's, Brent, Brandon's. Sister, hey! (laughs) You know you're right. I just kept waiting for them to hook up. (laughs) They got adjoining bedrooms and everything. Right? It seemed like it was all right there for them. (laughs) Oh, anyway, that is our episode for the week. Carol, uh, do take us out with the things you do. So go to our website, www.retrolatefee.com. Check out the contest that we have there. Yes. And um, write us at latefee1994 at Mm aol.com. And tell a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good day, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye.